Welcome to I Love Palm Beach, brought to you by GL Luxury Group with Partners Mortgage 300, a local Florida lender. The show where we talk about everything that Palm Beach County, Florida has to offer and why you should make it your home. We're a team of real estate professionals who love where we live, and we want to show you why you will love Palm Beach too. You'll learn all about Palm Beach lifestyles, hobbies, fun pastimes, and all the amazing things to do here. Listen in to find the best of Palm Beach. Whether it's a specific food or service, Palm Beach has it all and does it bigger and better. You'll also hear local hero stories featuring some of the incredible people that call Palm Beach home. Now, without any further ado, here's your host, Rebecca Giacoba, with co-host Stephanie Ko. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to I Love Palm Beach. I know it's been a while, but we're going to resume. Um, this is going to be season one of 2022. We hope to get out there a lot more than we have um, recently. But I wanted to bring somebody very special with me today. I have Christian Penner, and he is a business leader in Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, Vero Beach. Um, and I just wanted to bring him in and talk about his journey to Palm Beach County. So, Christian, how did you end up here? Well, so I was four years old when I got here. I actually um, arrived in, uh, and, and lived in North Palm Beach from Cleveland, Ohio, where um, my family was. There's still some family up there today. Um, so moved here when I was really, really young, went to North Palm Beach Elementary, local Um and kind of all the local schools graduated from Palm Beach Gardens um, and stuff. So it's been a uh, it's been a long journey down here. I'm pretty much I can say I'm kind of a native now, you know, rather than four years old. I consider yeah. that native. <laughs> sure. So um, so yeah, I kind of watched this, you know, North Palm Beach, Palm Beach Gardens, um, you know, um, Juno, where we are now. Um, just watch this place go from where it was to where it is, you know, yeah. and what a transformation, you know, it's been. And um, so it's been pretty, pretty interesting, pretty interesting run, you know, um, from school, you know, I've kind of, you know, built my business here, came back and, you know, since school, I went to college, University of Florida. Um, and Definitely, you're back. a Florida boy. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, um, yeah so. That's but I of, want to bring people on that really appreciate where we live. I think where we live is such an amazing place. And I know you've seen the changes and you've seen it grown up. Yeah. But I still think it's pretty damn charming. Yeah, you know? it is. It's a it's a neat place. And I've bought in, in real estate wise, I've bought and built and sold over the years, you know, um, from single family homes to condos. I've been involved with all the condo conversions in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, we did all downtown. Um, we've seen, you know, projects come into play, big neighborhoods in our area that were vacant land. And we were just talking about that. It's like, it's hard to find vacant land where we are, you know, Absolutely. and it's, it's weird to even see today, but, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, there were plots out there um, and how they are now in Lake Vero, right. you know, so. But before we get ahead of ourselves, yeah. I want to talk about your business and what you do. I didn't introduce that properly, okay. but Christian is one of the premier um, mortgage lenders for residential and commercial 
in our area. He's got a large team, and I like to bring the business leaders that are really in touch onto this podcast. And then let's talk about the exciting things happening, the change. So tell me a little bit about your business. So after college, yeah. So after college, I I started my career with um, in the financial. uh, the lending aspect with a company called Norris Financial, which was like Wells Fargo Financial. And then um, I worked for Wells Fargo Mortgage back in the late 90s. You know, um, I started my career with some of the the banks and, and stuff. And um, as that world changed um, and the environment changed um, from the market, you know, crash of 2008, when everything kind of changed into where we are today, um, we've I moved from being in that kind of environment from a banking centric environment into running my own uh, mortgage broker operation. I found by doing that, I have access to just about every lending institution in the country. Um, um, I'm not, you know, centric on just what they have to offer. I can do loans from, you know, the, the normal FHA, VA, conventional jumbo, um, USDA loans to, you know, all of the self-employed non-QM loans today, which are the loans that are, you know, we use bank statement loans to qualify people. We do no ratio loans to help qualify people. That service loans for investors. We do a lot of that, a lot of investor loans with that product. Um, it just opened up the opportunity to do more commercial and, you know, and, and jumbo, super jumbo loans. We're working on loans north of 15 to 20 million for some clients so yeah it's been a pretty interesting run i think it makes it interesting that way when you do a lot of different things you know i dabble in commercial too with my clients yeah and um i love residential but it's so fun to dabble in different aspects it is it's neat you know it it might i was talking about this the other day my team with somebody you know my team helps me a lot um you know we have a team of a team of partners um that do um that, that allow me to go out and mm-hmm. generate more business on a regular basis and develop good relationships and kind of and, and do that. Um, we do a lot of the normal things in house. I thrive a lot more on the complicated, bigger deals that um, I, I just uh, you know I just have fun. watching right. this and and i'm fine do. with that right you do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always hard with me there's right. always a complication but right. it makes it interesting there's no vanilla deals out there anymore right? absolutely <laughs> everyone absolutely. needs a little you know especially the self-employed i feel like us that are self-employed um you know not just us there's doctors there's uh you know sports people yeah. <clears throat> a billion people that don't have traditional income that really need those programs and i'm excited because it helps us (laughs) it does i mean i i would tell you you know going into this year as you know we're in a unique environment today than where we were many many years for the last decade we've been in a low interest rate environment um and unfortunately we're seeing you know um, inflation at the highest levels that we've ever seen in you know in uh, 50 years and and we're seeing interest rates move as fast as they've ever moved up. And, you know, at some point it will settle, but, you know, it's, 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 um, 
given me an opportunity to um, team up with some other investors for, for some unique products to help the consumer out and need um, a lot of people that can't qualify for certain products. Uh, we were just talking about like, you know, with, I work, I work with some builders where they have a, um, a buyer that qualified six to eight months ago. Now they don't, you know, Absolutely. and we can step in and help them with some of the loan products that we have where they would be homeless unfortunately absolutely the other day we were talking about a product i know it's more on the first time home buyers and second time home buyers they're competing with the cash buyers yes and just to clarify 60 percent of our buyers right now are cash yeah um i did a loan yesterday and that was through a builder i don't think i've done a loan transaction since maybe january right it's all cash yeah at any price point I don't care if it's multi-million. I don't care if it's 200,000 because I do it all. I'm not too proud. But um, in a climate like that, when you're competing with this cash buyers, trying to get your offer accepted, you were telling me about a product that can act as the cash buyer. Yeah. So let me touch on one thing. A lot of the cash buyers we found today that I work with um, that are buying cash are doing it to get the property, to Absolutely. get the seller to take it so they can close fast. Yeah. What we're doing with a lot of those clients, we put them after they close, they kind of would like to leverage that a little bit sometimes. Absolutely. And we do what they call it the late financing program, which so within the six months after they purchase and close a cash transaction, we can pull the cash out. It's kind of underwritten as if it was a purchase type of a loan rather right. than, and there's no seizing requirements on the deed. So we can do it. A week after they close on the purchase, you know, it's probably not going to happen that fast because they need a new appraisal and stuff. But within 30 days of the original purchase, we can get the cash back out for them. Okay, awesome. Um, which is really helpful for a lot of people just to get in. They have the cash to do it, but they just they, you know want their cash. Yeah, back. you don't want to tie up all your cash. Right. There was so, yeah. something else we so, were just doing the research. A, yeah, on. so I we just teamed up with a company, um, and it, it's kind of came late to Florida, but it's been in the market for a while, uh, mostly on the West Coast, <clears throat> but it's unique. It's a company called Ribbon. What they allow us to do is submit offers um, to a, um, as if they were a cash buyer, you know, where you don't have to have a, a, a mortgage contingency on it. Um, and what it allows it to do, if there's something that happens during the trend, well, there's three different phases of, of the product. Mm -hmm. There's one phase that allows you to put an addendum in place um, from Ribbon that's, that, that, that's a cash buy-in offer behind ours, which allows the seller to, to take an offer as if it was cash because they will come in and do it. If they end up closing with a loan with us and don't take theirs, but we use the, but you can use them as, as the cash backup yeah. plan, the proof of funds, they charge like a 1% fee to do that. Okay. In some cases, that's not that big of a deal. Some cases, yeah. it's better to get it because right. the prices are rising so drastically. And if you, you know, because you're missing out as right. the prices go up, so that one percent could, you know, it doesn't really mean that much in the whole scheme of things. Um, and the second one is if they are your backup offer and something doesn't go right in the transaction or something that um, maybe the appraisal comes in low or something happens they'll actually buy the property and allow you to rent back from them and then buy it back at the original price. They don't jack up the price on you or nothing. That's which is cool. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And that cost is a little bit different depending on the situation. Um, and then, you know, the third one option they've got, which they don't do a lot of, but 
if you're in a transaction in the middle of it and something happens, they can step in and be a savior, you know, and close within like a two week period of time and, and, and do that. They charge a little bit more for that because they're, they're, you know, they're coming in mid midstream. Right. So there's three phases to the deal. Um, they also work with people that are even getting FHA or VA loans too. Right. They are required to rent back for them for that period of seasoning period of time, which is either going to be 180 days or longer. That's so, awesome. Let's yeah. clarify that a little bit. Somebody buys a property and then they sell it pretty quickly. There's what's called a seasoning period. Sure. So it prevents FHA and VA buyers from buying those and properties. A flipping rule they have. Yeah, yeah, it's a flipping rule. Just, you know, sometimes you can buy it right. And it doesn't mean that they're just jacking the price up. Somebody gets a deal because they're distressed or they do some repairs or some work. Right. There's that waiting period. That there is for those for just those two loans. The other conventional loans and other loans, we can close from those right. at all. Right. So it just depends. You know, those are kind of unique uh, loans for this product. But, you know, if it, there's a need, you know, there's a way. So. so it seems like, let me ask you this question. It seems like nobody wants a VA loan. Nobody wants an FHA loan. Even if you go up to Port St. Lucie, where you're in the three and $400,000 range, they are saying no FHA loans. Well, Do you have a conventional product that you can push them in? I mean, sometimes I feel like the listing agents are misinformed, don't understand. <clears throat> so let me touch a couple things on there. <clears throat> so a lot of times the sellers or the listing agent don't want to take those because they've got, I mean, say it's a multiple offer situation. They want to take the, the less More stress, in the, game. Right, the less yeah. stress way. But um, for the most part, you know, if the property is in good condition, there's no roof issues per se, right. it's probably not going to matter um, which loan you do. Um, FHA goes a little bit deeper into the the house, a little bit, you know, they, they look a little bit harder at some of the functionality. So everything's in good working condition. It's really not a big deal. Experienced agent knows if there's right. an issue. So what we do but. with our, our government loans um and our borrowers today so they can they can get a really good offer and all of our borrowers for that fact is um we take them as a to be determined property in the underwriting before they go in the contract so what we do with our buyers is we'll send them through underwriting we'll clear all their income assets credit everything so they actually go on the street and i can give you a mortgage commitment from an underwriter that all of their personal financials are clear and all they need is an you know inspection, title, and appraisal, and that's that's all that's but needed. But what do I, as the agent, have to put on the contract? So can I, in all good faith, put conventional? You can't. You well, you can say, well, what I'll do, you're, you're going to accompany, accompany the the contract with the mortgage commitment letter that's signed off on all the borrower stuff. So. No matter what you put on the conventional FHA, whatever, my letter explanation to the seller, and I personally will call the listing agent right. and or the seller to explain the strength of our deal. It's almost like a cash buyer at that point because they've all cleared all their financial conditions. So it's as strong as a cash buyer to go in no matter what loan it is. The appraisal, and like I said before, if we do in a government loan, the only challenge may be if the, if on the house for the appraisal. Otherwise, we we pre-approve all of our buyers all up front 
before they we, we try to before they go into contract that's the idea if we and i think that's the other big thing with the va and the fha buyers they have very little skin in the game and so if there is an appraisal deficiency they don't want to be stuck with that right but i've even submitted offers where it was an fha buyer that had 60 grand in the bank or 50 grand in the bank and that still wasn't good enough they just didn't yeah. want to put that down payment they wanted to buy furniture and decorate and not use their so one, cash, one other thing that we've written contracts with with some of these buyers conventional and government mm -hmm. ones is if if we do our comps up front and you feel you know maybe there's going to be a challenge there yes but there's multiple offers and the people want it okay they're like listen i want this i've got cash i don't want to put it down at the end of the day because i can get a, a lower down payment right. loan. but what i'm willing to do and this has worked out a lot is i'm willing to say pay you say $10,000 over the appraised value, Mr. Seller. I don't care about the purchase price right. anymore. So if the purchase price is 350 or 400, and then you say, I'll pay you 10,000 over the appraised value. So, so it's just, for instance, it's a $400,000 mm -hmm. purchase price. Appraisal comes in at 350, seller's gonna get 360. At the end of the day, that's just what the deal is. So we're agreeing to an amount over the appraised value cash from the buyer not have to do anything with the purchase price that seems to be working out you know on both sides you know just because it's right. and again both sides when the appraisal comes in they can both discuss it and figure out does that work for the sellers or for the buyer There's, right you know, exactly you know, we can just talk about it and renegotiate that. okay all right good information yeah. so another commentary let's talk <clears throat> about workforce housing what are we going to do in our area <laughs> i know nobody yeah. has an answer to right. curious I, I don't. I, I don't. There's um, that's a challenge because it's not. It's that rentals are unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. There's. There's. Um, yeah. That's that's a big challenge. You know. So I don't know what the. I, I do not know. I'm, I'm stumped on that one. So. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> I'm stumped too. You know. Of course, I like the market flourishing and pricing going up, but we have workers that need to live here and. Yeah. It's difficult. It's tough. It's yeah. really that, tough. That's a tough one. It's what happens when you live in Paris, yeah. right? <laughs> and we were the best kept secret for a long time, I think. We were. And now know. we're just playing catch up. Yeah. I mean, I still think we're affordable compared to a lot of areas. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I think I, I think we're in a special place, you know. Absolutely. Um South Florida in general, but kind of East Martin, Palm Beach, you know, as you go down the coast there. Um, I think we're insulated from a lot, even when the market crashed, you know, for, you know, when it happened as an eight to 10 or whatever, you know, our market then wasn't really that far off. It was the inflated prices came down to normalcy. Absolutely. You know, and I think even if this market, I don't think we're in our environment today, I don't think we're in a market where we're going to see anything crash, maybe things stabilized to current where they really should be not. 40% of what it was in January, but stick with the traditional five, six, 10% range on right. appreciation. That's normal. I think, you know, if somebody is trying to make, you know, 40% on their home when they just bought it, you know, that's kind of like, you know, that's going to change. I think that should soften. I, I feel think, it happening already. Right. I already feel the yeah. climate. We are definitely not going to have a crash. And people no. ask me that. Well, I'm going to wait for that crash. Well, you're going to wait. For you're, not going to be, you're going to be moving to, I don't know, Oklahoma or <laughs> Ozark. Or yeah. 
you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. even Vera, it's right. very expensive. Yeah. So, you know, I yeah. try to tell people, don't wait, negotiate yeah. the best deal you can get. You're going to make money on it, but we're mm. not going to see those huge jumps. Right. I think here in Palm Beach County, we're only up 12% this year. I think last year was like 22-ish. Right. So overall, we're pushing 35-ish. And if, That's even huge. if you go back, yeah. so, you know, if you even go back over time and you do five-year, 10-year runs, right. it's on average 5 8%. Absolutely. You know, so you know, you're going to see this for, you know, between as the market moves and, and stuff, we're still running into an inventory problem, but I think it's kind of softening a little bit in some spots and some price points. But um, I think that, you know, overall, we've never really saw a complete sell-off in appreciation in our area, right. you know, which, right. you know, it's always a great investment. If you look at that compared to markets, other markets, you know, you can see other markets with big dips and ups and downs and a lot of volatility. I don't think we have that here. I don't think know? we're going to get it. I know the numbers of the people from the Northeast and even California. We have huge numbers still coming. Yeah. So I think it's going to be three years of increases, but not at those rates. But I mean, you know that, mm -hmm. you know, there's a pipeline for the next decade of companies in process to relocate here from right. New York you know, Jersey, California, mm -hmm. those are in motion and those aren't going to stop. Right. So now, I mean, think about it. So the people in New York, they don't go to offices anymore, right? Like Goldman Sachs is coming right. to West Palm. So Absolutely. those guys can work from, you know, a, a $5 million house, sell their $12 million, 2,500 square foot condo in New York, buy this house and live on the water, you know, Absolutely. and have a view and, 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 and have their, their, their office in their house, you know, and, I mean, cooped up in a condo. So I think we're going to see some influx of that um, come down as companies come in. So I think that's going to be a consistent driver Absolutely. for our market. Um, I think that we do have some hidden inventory, and that's what our team is kind of going after. We have a lot of second homes that have been sitting here vacant. Yeah. And so we are trying to attract those sellers who can now take the money and run. Yeah. They never make it down here anyways. Some of them are elderly people. And some of them are great assets. We're sitting here at my office across from the beach and looking at that condo building. Yeah. I bet there's probably 20 of them in there Just that are chilling, sitting, yeah. not getting used. <laughs> you know? So we are trying to get a hold of those absentee owners that may not be using. So, sure. you know, yeah, buyers and sellers uh, out there, don't be afraid. We'll get you what you need. We'll right. give you the money. We'll find the property. And, and I'm sure you're seeing this too. I mean, I would say probably half of the sales are inside pocket listing type sales where, mm -hmm. you know, people are just, you're finding the, the right. sellers and connecting them with a buyer so fast. Absolutely. Putting deals together off the cuff. And I know you're really good at doing that. So, yeah, I try. you know, I mean, <laughs> so it, it's, you know, it's, it's a good, it's a good opportunity and not a lot of markets have that ability absolutely you know? we are very very fortunate but i don't want to keep you forever yeah i would <laughs> we could talk forever <laughs> i know we, we love what we do that's yeah. the problem but um can you be a special guest pretty frequently for i would us? love to i would love yeah, to yeah and i would hope that everybody listening would reach out give us some topics um this yeah. is i love palm beach this happens to be a real estate edition we do have a great business leader here and um 
hope to see you soon. Any sure. tips about living in Palm Beach that people don't you know? know? So, yeah, I mean, Palm Beach itself, it's it's just, it's a great, great place to be from living on the, the water side to even living out west. There's a lot of mixture in between. Um, you know, with the market the way it is, interest rates are up a little bit now. I think we'll see them curve down later. So don't get discouraged about that today. What I'm doing with a lot of my clients right now is we're when I work with my clients, we give them a life, um, a, a life, you know, long journey. We, we start planning today for what they're going to do in the future. Absolutely. So today with our, our clients, we're preparing for the next mortgage we're going to do for them in three years, two years, four years when this interest rates drop again, or unfortunately, maybe a recession comes into play and pushes it down. You know, so interest rates are high today. So we're telling them, you know what, it's okay. We're going to get you into the house. You're still going to get the appreciation. So you're going to have enough appreciation in two or three years when we refinance you into lower rates, you're going to take advantage of that market then. Right. And so we're planning, uh, we're planning for the next deal for everybody today. And, you know, um, so if you're looking to kind of move down again, you know, contact Rebecca, but don't get discouraged on interest rates and property values because the values aren't coming down drastically anytime soon. I don't think no, interest mean. rates will. So it's a temporary thing. So, well, thank you, Christian. Thank you. Hope to see you again soon. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of I Love Palm Beach. Please feel free to share this podcast with anyone who wants to learn more about our beautiful city. If you're looking to explore all that Palm Beach has to offer, visit our website at www.giaelite.com. That's G-I-A-E-L-I-T-E.com. Or give our team a call at 410-320-4868. We'll catch you in the next episode.